John chapter number 8 verse number 12 John chapter number 8 verse number 12 the book of John chapter number 8 verse number 12 saying, then spake Jesus again unto them. Say them. So he is explaining who he is to a group of people who don't understand that he is the light. So just from the beginning of his statement to explain himself who he is as the light, it becomes apparent that if he is in the light, if he is the light, and he is trying to explain that he is the light, then the people that he is explaining to don't know and don't understand that he is the light. Are we together? Amen. And if they don't understand that he is the light, it means they are in darkness. Hello? Amen. Hello? So there are people who don't know that they are in darkness and they are comfortable in their darkness. They are comfortable in their ignorance because they have nothing that challenges their current position. Are you understanding what I'm saying? 
until the light is explained, until there is some clarity, until there is some insight, until there is some revelation, you will be comfortable in darkness without knowing you are in darkness. Hello? Because the Bible is simply just saying that Jesus again spake unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. So they are moving with the light of the world. But they don't understand that he is the light of the world. And the light can only fully serve its purpose if it is in the presence of people who understand it is light. So he is the light, but the challenge is the light is in the presence of people who don't understand that it is light. So people who are in darkness, they actually need help to identify and to know that they are in darkness. Hello? Amen. You need help to know that you are in darkness. Otherwise, you are going to be comfortable with the level of darkness that you are operating in. Go to Acts chapter 19, verse number 1. And I will just we'll go through a few scriptures as I'm laying a foundation. You can be comfortable in ignorance. Not because you know that you are ignorant, but you just have not had an encounter with light to show you that you are ignorant. You can be comfortable at the wrong level. Not because that is the right level for you, but because you don't know any better. You haven't had any encounter with light. So what fights the darkness is the beginning to manifest of light. When Jesus begins to speak to say, I am. He is beginning to open a door for them to understand. Because when he was quiet and not explaining who he was, he was assisting them to remain in ignorance. But the moment the light begins to be explained, Alright. I don't know if people understand what I'm saying here. And it came to pass that while Apollos we read the scripture on Sunday, I was at Corinth. Paul having passed through the upper course, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. I just want to show you that there are times where we can be comfortable in what really is ignorance. But to us, because we don't know that it is ignorance, we don't know that it is darkness. We think that it is the best level. We think that it is the best that God has for us. We think that it is the highest that God has prepared for us until a greater level of light hits us. Then we can become uncomfortable with our level. Let's go to verse number two. And Paul had found certain disciples at Ephesus said, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Next verse. 
And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John very baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that you should believe on him which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hello? Amen. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Go to verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues, and they prophesied. So they were comfortable with their level of Christianity. They were comfortable with their level of faith. But beyond what they knew, there was something else that God had packaged for them that they could only access when greater light had come to shine on them, to show them that they are in darkness. So you can be doing certain things, have a certain way of doing things, which is only right at your level of knowledge. But ignorant at a higher level of knowledge. Hello? It can be right at one level. But if we raise the level of light, it is wrong. So they were baptized according to the baptism of John. The baptism of repentance. But Paul came and shone light. And they saw that we are actually operating in the limitation. That is brought by ignorance. Tell your neighbor, I don't want to be ignorant. Go to the previous chapter, chapter 18, verse number 24. Jesus Christ, the light of the world. I'm just trying to lay a foundation. Acts chapter 18, verse number 24. Can we read up to verse number 26 together? 1, 2, 3, let's read. actually mighty in scriptures but then the Bible also explains in verse 25 that he was instructed in the way of the Lord huh? and he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord knowing only the baptism of John so at the level of what he knew he was mighty he was mighty at the level of what he knew According to the level of light that he had, he was mighty. 
But when others began to hear him, when Priscilla and Aquila began to hear him speak, that's when they took him aside because they heard that at his level, yet yes, he is mighty, but there is another level beyond what he knows. Which he has not even started to access as yet, and they expounded, explained unto him the way of God more perfectly. Tell your neighbor you need light. So you have to be very careful of things that you do in life. The way that you do things. Don't think that you know everything. Do you know that if you are like Apollos, you can have a danger of making quick assumptions. That if you meet a group of people and you begin to speak and they hear your eloquence, that you are the one who knows everything. But wise people, listen, wise people, can you actually imagine that Apollos is speaking whilst there are people who know more than him who are quiet? He actually has a platform to speak. He actually has an opportunity to speak. When there are people who know more than him who are quiet. Because wise people are not quick to speak, but they are quick to listen. So most of you, you are actually held in high esteem before you speak. Because when we when you speak. We judge you by the level of light that you release. Mm. So he is speaking, yet there are people who are there who know more than him. Huh? It's just like you start to go for driving lessons and you start to tell the instructor about the car that you're using. To say, you know, this type of cars, when he is the one that uses that car every day. Hello? Hello? Amen. And when Aquila and Priscilla had the head. Alright. We'll talk about. Okay, we'll come back to some of these scriptures uh, later. Let's go back to. Okay, so let's go to John. Acts chapter 8, rather. Acts chapter 8, verse 26. I still want to lay a foundation for you. Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 31. I also want you to read. I also want you to read. Acts chapter 8, verse number 26 to 31. Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 31. 1, 2, 3. Let's read. And the angel of the Lord said unto Peter, saying, Arise. And go towards the south unto the way that going down from Jerusalem and Antipas. Uh-huh. Which is Jesus. Okay. Uh-huh. And he arose and went away. Uh-huh. And he walked in many of Ethiopia. Uh-huh. And he did not go to the other side of the earth. Why are you rushing? There are commas and all. If you're just speaking like it's Formula 1. Start that script, that verse again. One, two, three, let's read together. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, 
Eleona of great authority, understand the queen of the Ethiopians, who has the charge of all her treasure, and has come to Jerusalem for to worship. Great. Uh -huh. I think that's past read. Isaiah the prophet. Alright, next verse. Alright, let's go. Letters, but in the context of the text, they are different. And had him read. Hello? Not, so it's different. The, the text is different. Read, read. Read is past. Read is present. Had him read. Read. So if you say Edwin, that's wrong place. Alright, God will help you with your English. <laughs> let's continue with the scripture. One, two, three, let's go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. How can I accept some men should die? How can I understand? Except some men should guide me. So you are always going to be at a platform in life where you need what I call light. Hello? And I'm laying a foundation and I'm going to try and bring everything together. Now, in John chapter 8, verse 12, the scripture that we read, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Alright? He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So it's not enough to identify the light. Hello? It's not enough to identify the light. Jesus is saying that the number one requirement for you to access the light after identification is followership. If you have identified that Jesus is the light, then as a believer you must have the ability to follow after Jesus. Hello? Amen. If you have identified that Jesus is the light, then you must have the ability to follow after him. Because the condition of not walking in darkness is following. Amen. Amen. Alright, 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 alright. 
نعم If we look at the book of Genesis chapter number 1 Right? Because our first form of deliverance from darkness that we have encountered as believers is deliverance from the kingdom of the devil or from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light through salvation. Alright? So Jesus delivered us from the darkness of sin, from the ignorance of not knowing Him, and we were transferred into the kingdom of light. Okay? So we have received Him, who is the light of the world. Alright? And He has delivered us. That's our first. Deliverance from darkness. The deliverance from sin through salvation. Alright? And this deliverance from sin is not for everyone. But rather, it's for everyone. But everyone who accesses this deliverance is the one who desires to decide to follow after it by receiving it. It's accessible light. But you have to decide to say, I now want to follow Jesus for you to be a partaker of that light. Otherwise, then everyone will be born again. But between you and the first level of access to light, there is a decision to follow Jesus. Okay? Alright? Now, you have to understand if you look at the book of the beginning, Genesis, and Moses is said to be the writer of the book of Genesis, uh, and he starts by outlining what it was in the beginning. Okay? And the only way he could have wrote the book of Genesis and transcribed everything that happened even before he was born was by revelation. There was no way he could have done it without revelation. Because he was talking of things that happened before he was born. Right? And the the Bible begins to say in the book of Genesis that in the beginning uh, we know it talks about how God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void. Alright? And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was on the surface of the waters. Follow the next verse. And God said, Let there be light. Right? And there was light. And from when light came, I want to show you the importance of light. Tying it to our scripture in John chapter 12 where Jesus is saying, I am the light of the world. And God saw that the light, it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Alright? Now if we go to some of the next verses, uh, especially from verse number 6 to verse number 9, it begins to talk about how God began to put order in the earth. Alright? He began to separate the waters. 
There were now waters above the firmament, and there were now waters that made up the seas, the water sources. Hello? And from there, the globe of the earth was revealed because it was covered by the waters. Hello? And from there, later, he then begins to say, let the earth begin to produce or to release the grass and the herb yielding seed. Alright? Which means, there can be no order without light. When Jesus comes into your life, he comes to give you divine order. God, when he was giving order to the earth, he could not give order to the earth without light. So the owner of divine order is Jesus. And when you have had an encounter with Jesus, who is light, then order can come to your life. If there is any area of your life that is disorder, it means what you need is you need light to shine upon that area. Then you can bring order to it. Don't know if I'm speaking to someone. If you look in the book of Luke, and Jesus is teaching about the parable of the lost coin, and he talks about a woman who lost a denarii, a coin. And the Bible says, and Jesus says rather, that the woman cleared out everything out of the house. Hello? And shone a light so that she could look for the one lost coin. So before we can begin to alter, before we can begin to recover what seems to have been lost, we need light. So all of you, you are born again. You have access to the light contained in Christ. And because you are born again, Jesus is in you. So that whatever disorder is existing in your outside world, He can shine His light on it and you can alter it. Because without light, we cannot have divine order. Hello? That's why Proverbs says, the steps of a righteous man, they are ordered of the Lord. There is a man, there are steps. Hello? There is the Lord. Steps, a man, the Lord. If the Lord is light, and the man is the Lord, it that means a man's steps can be ordered. Which means light itself bringeth order. God himself knew what he wanted to do, but he could not do it without requisite light. 
So if it is a believer in life, before you engage and to start to do certain things, certain projects, certain tasks, certain assignments, certain things, do you have the requisite light to bring order to it? Oh, Jesus. Divine order is a product of the presence of Christ. And not only of the presence of Christ, but of the followership of the believer after Christ. So without light, we cannot have order. Okay? Without light, we cannot have order. Without light, we cannot have order. Light brings clarity. If Jesus is in your life, He is there to bring clarity. He is there to bring a clearness, to bring focus. Everything that is trying to dilute the way you see things is dealt with when you are connected to the light of Jesus. When you begin to see things through the eyes of God. Because God is not bringing the light for himself. Because already when the darkness was there, God was able to see. So God was bringing the light for the men who are supposed to come on the earth. So the purpose of the light is for the men who shall dwell on the earth because he needs clarity. And any time that people don't have clarity, they make wrong decisions. There are people who are directionless. There are people who don't know how to advance or go to the next level. Always confused. Always unsure. Jesus is there to give you clarity. You must know where you're going. You must know what you're doing. I am the light of the world. Hello? Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the earth yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding seed after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Right? And God here is introducing the principle of seed, introducing the principle of production, introducing the principle of harvest. Hello? Which means, as far as you know, as far as you did your biology, hello? As far as you did your science, plants themselves, they feed from the sun, light. Which means, for the process of seed time and harvest, to really be operational, it is based on the presence of light. That's why if you put a plant 
in a partially dark room which has light filtering in it from a corner, the plant will gravitate towards where the light is filtering in from. Oh, Jesus. Hello? Which means the process of growth is sustained by light also. Which means in a believer's life, if Jesus is there, there must be growth, there must be productivity, there must be harvest. He is there so that he can cause you to be productive, he can cause you to operate in the fruitfulness of God. Do I have a church which is here in me tonight? Now, we highlighted that before you were born again, you were operating in darkness. Alright? Now, if you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 4. Jesus, the light of the world. Alright, let's read together. Uh, Start from this three. Start from this three. Alright. One, two, three. Let's read. But if our gospel be hid, uh-huh. it is hid to them that are lost. Alright, let's go. In whom the God of this world is. The God of what? Of this world. The God of what? Of this world. So this world is a God. Alright, alright, let's go. Alright, so those that don't believe, they actually don't know, but their minds are blinded. Alright? They have no choice about it. It's not their choice. Their minds are actually blinded. So that they don't believe. Alright, let's go. Uh huh. Who is the image of God? Uh huh. Should shine unto them. Lest the light, let the light, lest the light, which means when darkness or ignorance is operating in a person's life, it is not just operating for the sake. Just for just for the sake of keeping that person ignorant. No, there is something else that it is there to prevent entering in. In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not. Not just for the sake of blinding their minds. Let the light of the glorious gospel should shine unto them. So the reason is blinding their minds. It's because he does not want the light of the gospel to shine to them. So, the presence of ignorance in a person's life is not just for the sake of it. Ignorance is actually a spirit. Because the, the, the devil is actually in charge of the department of ignorance. Hello? The devil is actually in charge of the department of ignorance. Actually in charge of that. 
He actually has a, 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 a whole assignment just for ignorance. So whenever ignorance is operating even in the life of a believer, it is not just for the sake of the ignorance itself, but it is preventing a greater light from shining through to keep that person, so that that person can go to another level. So what the light can do is what is being hindered by the presence of darkness. The devil keeps you ignorant to prevent the light from shining through. Hello? Alright. Okay, come. I just need you to picture this. Alright? He is an unbeliever. Right? Look at me. He is an unbeliever. Okay? And the Bible is saying that his mind has been blinded by the God of this world so that he will not believe. Alright? The actual decision to believe belongs to him. But because he is living in a world that is another God in church, in the realm of that God, he dictates what the people in this realm believe. It's like information censorship. He controls the flow of information in his environment. Alright? So, it's not that the gospel is not being preached to some. The gospel is being preached. But the reason why it does not get through to some is because they are held mentally captive. I, I need you to relax and see what I'm saying. So, without the blinding of the God of this world, the gospel can come and everyone can believe. Alright? So what is between this person changing their life is the darkness that is covering them and denying the gospel the space to penetrate and work. I want you to, to see the power of the devil's force on ignorance. How much he focuses on keeping people bound mentally. So you have to understand that the devil has access to people's minds. How does he do that? Right? I don't want to go too deep into that now. But there are many ways that the devil keeps people ignorant about building mental strongholds building uh, mental conditions and thought processes that are against the gospel. That's why sometimes it's very difficult to convince some other people about the things of God. Because their whole minds have been conditioned by the devil.
to think in the way that he wants them to think. Education is good, but there are times when it can be a tool used by the devil to keep people ignorant. Books are good. We must study, we must learn, we must read. Look at all sorts of religions that have come up in the world. Those are coming from the, from, from the devil to keep people ignorant. Hello? They are coming from the devil. The devil gives people things to believe that are wrong. So that when the right thing comes, they will post the right thing. That's why you can have an argument when you want to tell them as someone else about Jesus. They will get angry. Yet you are trying to help them. But because the way the devil has blinded the minds of people is not just to keep them ignorant. But it is not just from keeping them about knowing about the gospel. But he has given them something to replace what the gospel should be. So he has given them information that blinds them. There is actually information that blinds. That keeps you captive. Alright? Now, get this. So there is a God of this world who sponsors spiritual ignorance and darkness. Go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 12. Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 12. It's 12 or 16 that I want. Chapter 6. I wish that one day you would just give me the correct one, even after I've given you the wrong one. To at least, at least show me that you you're flowing with me. Now, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, alright? Against powers. Number two, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Rulers of the darkness of this world. Rulers of the darkness of this world. So they are actually spiritual authorities in the kingdom of the enemy that are called rulers who are responsible for the darkness of the world. And don't just be too quick to think about darkness in terms of evil. Hello? Don't just be too quick to think about darkness in terms of evil. But darkness in terms of things and information that will keep people from believing the word of God. Rulers of the darkness of this world. So there is actually a battle of information versus information. Of light versus darkness. Don't think that darkness is the absence of information. It is the presence of wrong information. Amen. 
darkness is not just the presence, it is not just the absence of if darkness is the presence of wrong information. So the devil sponsors the wrong information. May the light of Christ shine in your life from today. Amen. Go to Daniel chapter number 10, verse number 12. Daniel chapter 10, verse number 12. I want to show you something. Information. Light. Right? Jesus. Is responsible for all levels of revelation and information in the kingdom of God. Right? You have to understand that when Jesus says, I'm the light of the world, there are many different manifestations of light. Hello? The Bible in Colossians chapter number 2 I think you write that down I think it's Colossians chapter number 2 Should be verse number 3 It talks about how Jesus In him He has been filled Or he is filled With all wisdom And knowledge Hello These are in Jesus now, there are many different manifestations of light. But all of them, they emanate from one source, Jesus. Alright? So, wisdom is a manifestation of light. Knowledge is a manifestation of light. Understanding is a manifestation of light. Hello? Insight. A manifestation of light Revelation A manifestation of light The prophetic ministry A manifestation of light Revelatory gifts A manifestation of light Ideas Concepts Strategies These are manifestations of light So Jesus is in charge of that area. That's why he says to Peter that on this rock I will build my church. And he is referring to Revelation. On this rock I will build. It emanates from him. It is a manifestation of light. It emanates from him. And he is saying, from there I will build. I will build. So there are many manifestations of light that come from Jesus. Because we need different manifestations of light at different levels of life and in different circumstances that we are in. We don't need the same. To some, one needs wisdom. To some, one needs insight. 
to some one needs understanding to some one needs a concept a strategy an idea it's all a manifestation of light but it's different according to the circumstances of the individual now the devil fights to keep light or manifestations of light from operating in your life now the bible is saying then said the angel unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you did set, or you did set thy heart to understand, and to chasten thyself before God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Right? Amen. From the first day you began to pray and fast, your words were heard, and I am now come because of thy words. And I am now come because of thy words. Right? Amen. I have now come because of thy words. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you did set thine heart to understand. Oh, next verse, next verse. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But the Lord Michael one of the chief princes came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I am come to make thee understand. I am come to make thee understand. I am come to make thee understand. Which means when the angel left heaven, he left with the light manifestation of understanding. But as he was coming down with understanding, he was intercepted by demonic spirits which fight knowledge and understanding, which fight light. So I, I said last time, this man fasted 21 days because he was ignorant. Hello? His answer was released the very first day. But he fasted 21 days not knowing what's going on in the spirit. So sometimes people can increase days of fasting because they're ignorant. They don't even know what happened the first day they began to fast. They don't, even, they don't even know what happened. If, if, you, if you fasted the first day, what happened? Why is it that is happening? <laughs> Hello? Okay, we were fasting for 21 days. If I can just ask you, 21, 22 days, if you can just ask you, do you know what happened to your life? Can you answer me? <laughs> so someone can even think, after coming out of 21, 22 days of fasting, that, you know what? God, God has, has not yet answered me. But the fact that you are ignorant about what happened the first day you began to fast shall increase your days of fasting. <laughs> Alright. But what I want you to see from this is my question. An angel is coming with understanding. Why should he be withheld by the spirits of that territory? Why? This is just understanding. This is someone who wants a vision to be explained to him. 
The devil is interested in keeping you ignorant. The devil is interested in keeping you void of knowledge, void of insight. He is interested to keep you in a confused state. From today I declare in the name of Jesus. Every power of the enemy that is sponsoring misdirection, that is sponsoring confusion, that is sponsoring ignorance is broken from today. I said it is broken from today. I said it is broken from today. If there was an angel sent by God the first day that you started fasting and you not yet arrived, I declare today, tonight as you sleep, you shall have an angelic encounter in the name of Jesus. I said you shall have an angelic encounter in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. So because there is a God who is in charge of keeping people blinded, we have our Lord who is in charge of releasing illumination to people. Of releasing light to people. I don't know if I have a church who is there. Jesus is in charge of the area of illumination. Right? Now, anyone who is born again, you have identified that this is Jesus. Right? But number one, I said, in order for you to walk in the light, you have to follow. To follow, it is to go after. It is to pursue. Right? So, number one, if you must pursue, if you must follow, number one, he must be your shepherd. He must be your shepherd. If you are going to say that I'm going to follow after Jesus according to John chapter 8, verse number 12, that I may not walk in darkness, then the Lord must be your shepherd. And Psalm chapter 23, verse 1 says, Lord is my shepherd. Without going to, I shall not want. Just that statement, the Lord is my shepherd. It means you must have a personal relationship with Him. My shepherd. My shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. You must relate with Him and He must relate with you. And we cannot talk about relating with Christ without the ability to hear Him. Alright? Because if He is your shepherd, then He must lead you. How can He then lead you if you can't hear Him? So anyone who must walk in light must be able to hear Him. If He is your shepherd, He must be able to hear Him. Now, Romans 8.14 says, Those that are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. In this New Testament era, anyone who who undermines the work of the Holy Spirit cannot follow after the light. If you must follow after Jesus, if you must follow after the light, you must be led of the Holy Spirit. Right? You must be led of the Holy Spirit. John chapter number 15, verse number 26. John chapter number 15, verse number 26. John chapter 15, verse number 26. Right? This is Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit. 
But when the comforter is come, today the spirit of revelation is going to come upon someone. You shall operate in high levels of wisdom from today. You are going to operate in high levels of understanding from today. Divine concepts, divine ideas, divine strategies, they are going to be your portion from today. As you are going to be walking in the street or driving in your car, an idea is going to hit your spirit that shall change your financial life forever. An idea is going to come to you that shall elevate your life and take you to the next level forever. As I'm speaking these words, may the spirit of wisdom and revelation come upon you in the name of Jesus. But when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he shall testify of me. He shall testify of me. The one who testifies of the light, the one who explains the light, the one who expounds the light is the Holy Spirit. So everyone needs to be conscious, needs to be aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Because He is the one sent by the Father to explain the light to you. Today I declare, as you leave this place, the Holy Ghost shall begin to reveal more to you. Go to chapter 16, verse 40. You are not going to be the type that is going to say, I have run out of ideas. I have run out of solutions. I don't know what to do anymore. I declare from today, your spirit shall be full of revelation. Your spirit shall be full of wisdom. Your spirit shall be full of the life of God. Even if you don't give me an amen, what I speak is going to happen. As sure as my words are resounding in the spirit, I declare that your spirit shall be full of the wisdom of God. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come? He will guide you into all truth. Right? For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall speak. And he will show you things to come. Right? What he hears, he speaks. He will show you things to come. Let's go. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. He shall receive what is mine, and he shall show it unto you. Okay? All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I say, ye shall take of what is mine, and shall show it to you. So the Holy Spirit is the purpose to take things from Jesus and to reveal them to you. So if you are not conscious or if you are unaware of His presence in your life, you cannot receive light that is coming from Jesus. Jesus is saying, even if I have something from you for you, I am not the one who gives it to you directly. The Holy Spirit hears and He relays what we are telling Him. I don't know if I can change it tonight. He shall take what is mine and shall show it unto you. 
So it is the, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to reveal what the Father has for you, what Jesus has for you, to you. You understand that the, the light that God has for you through the Holy Spirit. He is the one that is assigned to reveal. Oh, Jesus. So if you are unaware of the presence of the teacher in your life, you cannot walk in the light. You have to be aware of the teacher. You have to be aware of the teacher. You have to be aware of his presence. You have to be aware of how he reveals that information to you. You have to be aware of how he expands, how he makes clear of what form of light you need and what manifestation is equivalent and relevant to your situation. If you can follow after the Holy Spirit, you will operate more, you attract rather more insight. You attract more revelation. You attract more clarity. You attract more vision. You attract more direction. The number one key, the Lord is my shepherd. Is he your shepherd? Be shepherded. Be led by the Spirit. You cannot follow after Jesus without the Holy Spirit. John chapter 10 verse number 3. 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 Comparator the house to him the porter opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out and when he putteth forth his own sheep he goeth before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice if you are to walk in light, you must be led by the Spirit. You must know His voice. You cannot follow without knowing His voice, without knowing the shepherd. Cannot follow. Cannot follow. And the one that helps you to distinguish the voice of the shepherd is the Holy Spirit. God can speak many different ways. Never undermine an idea. It's a manifestation of light. Never undermine a thought. It's a manifestation of light. Don't rush to look for the spectacular. Learn to understand when divine light is shed to your mind. When divine light is released to your spirit. That idea that you have, it's supernatural. Because it has come from God. The level of supernaturalness is not in the manifestation. It's in the source. Oh. So before you can talk about a vision, before you can talk about an angel, God is dealing with you, maybe with impressions, maybe with ideas, because God deals with us differently. 
Why do you need an angel for your business? Hello? Where they can give you an idea. At the, at the highest level of someone who is operating a business in the kingdom of God, God, even though you've never maybe met him, God has assigned an angel for your prosperity. Hello? Amen. One who knows exactly what you need to do in certain times and seasons that your business can go through ups and downs. Lord, those angels are assigned to minister to the saints, not to pastors, to the saints. In every sphere of your life, <laughs> there can be angelic influence for your guidance. Hello? Amen. But God relates to us so different. And there are many manifestations and levels of light. Maybe you need wisdom for your next level. Maybe you need more knowledge to break through to your next level. Do you know his voice? How is he releasing that information to you? Hello? Amen. God can speak to you through his word. The word of God. God can speak to you through preaching and teaching. God can speak to you audibly. God can speak to you in your God can speak to you audibly in your ears or in your spirit. God can give you a vision. God can speak to you in a dream. God can give you impressions. He can give you ideas and insights. God can bring people to advise you, give you counselors and helpers. God can speak to you through circumstances and situations. God can speak to you through mentors, teachers. So insight and light can be revealed to you in many ways. But the first critical thing is to know how to follow after the Holy Spirit. How to be conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. If you are ignorant of Him, you cannot hear His voice when He's leading you. The life of a victory for a believer starts from understanding how he is led individually or she is led individually by the Holy Spirit. Your life of victory is centralized on being led by the Spirit. Do as the Spirit bids. Do as the Spirit leads. So your victory is determined by how you follow after the leading of the Spirit. If you follow the leading of the Spirit, you will walk in divine light. We have not, some have not yet begun to walk in the depths of how the Holy Spirit can lead, how the Holy Spirit can guide. I want to give you an assignment. I want you, whatever question that you have, so maybe it's in your career, in your business, about the next move that you should take, or whatever you need to know. I want you to, before you sleep every day, you pray and you ask Him, show me what I need to do in this situation. Pray it every day before you sleep until he gives you an answer. Because I want you to begin to see the reality 
of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. All of you, if you are sensitive today, tonight, He will reveal to you. Consciousness of the Spirit is very important and critical to operate in light. We cannot receive what Jesus has without the Holy Spirit. Go to 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse number 32. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse number 32. No, first Chronicles rather. Or is there no first Corinthians chapter twelve? So why are people questioning me? What if I was correct? Anyway, first Chronicles. Are you prophesying? You're operating in light, huh? First Chronicles chapter twelve, verse thirty-two. Sika Taleho Right, it's First Chronicles chapter twelve, verse number thirty-two. Right, I want us to read uh, uh, this this verse together. One, two, three. Let's go. Of oh, come on, give it life, give it life. One, two, three, let's go. And of the children of Israel, uh-huh. which were men, that had understanding of the times. Read that part again. Which were? Which, which were men, uh-huh. that had understanding of the times. Which were men, that? Yet understanding of the times. Which were men, that? Yet understanding of the times. Which were men, that? Yet understanding of the times. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times. And when you have understanding of the times, you know what you ought to do. You know what you ought to do. You know what you ought to do. Believers struggle when they have the Holy Spirit because they don't always know what they ought to do. In your marriage, you must know what you ought to do. In your business, know what you ought to do. Even as an employee, know what you ought to do. As a pastor, know what you ought to do. As a husband, know what you ought to do. As a mother, as a wife, know what you ought to do. Understanding of the times. They had the manifestation of light operating in their lives. Yeah. And when light is operating in your life, you will always do what you are supposed to do. So ignorance, darkness pushes people to do things they are not supposed to do. You will do things you are not supposed to do. If Jacob had gone to the wilderness to hunt an animal, 
he would have been second. But because Rachel had lied, she had a strategy. She told Jacob what he ought to do in the season of his blessing. And he got a blessing. So you struggle in your correct season because you are not doing what you are supposed to do. And when you are operating in light, and light is manifest through Christ, and we understand that light when we are led by the Spirit, when we understand the light that has been given to us, we do what we ought to do. There is a season where you must do certain things. Most people miss the favor they are supposed to tap into because they are doing things out of season. Ignorance causes you to do things out of season. Causes you to do things out of season. The God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers. They are going to be people who are going to re- try and repent on judgment day. But because they had no light, they are going to try and do things in the wrong season. Oh, Jesus. Amen. So, ignorance, spiritual ignorance has to be fought. The force that is trying to keep you stagnant financially, you have to fight it. What you have to think and consider, what is fighting me from seeing my next level idea? What is keeping me from seeing my next level idea? Don't think that you are there yet. Maybe God has assigned it on your head that you are supposed to discover something that will make you a millionaire. So don't, don't just tire and think you have made it or you are at your correct level yet. You are still at entry point. Amen. Fight to go to the next level of revelation. Because let me tell you, what gives you the power to dominate on this earth is the level of light that you have. Oh. Okay, we're closing. Go to Genesis chapter 1. Verse number 14. Light, 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 light. Manifestations of light are different. But they all come from our Lord Jesus. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament, that is the sky of the heaven, to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs, and for seasons, and for days, and for years. Right? Amen. Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. 
So light gives you the authority to divide and to separate. To divide the day from the night. does not have power to divide his day and night is a victim of his environment. Becomes a victim of his environment. Let there be lights to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs, for seasons, for days and years. Which means the level of light that you operate in gives you authority to dominate days, authority to dominate years, and authority to put in place seasons. Do you have the wisdom to put your family in an unlimited season of hell? Do you have the insight that can propel your generation to unlimited posterity and prosperity? Go to the next verse. It's all determined by the lights that you carry. And let them be, be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. Okay? 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 This one maybe we'll touch on it next week. And let them be for light in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. To give light upon the earth. We'll touch on that next week. Go to the next one. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. Another vision says that God made two great lights. The greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. And he made the stars also. Which means the authority that you have in your sphere of influence is determined by the amount of light that you can. The idea, the insight that the founder of Incolet had is what is giving him the authority to govern in his territory. So the level of light that you have determines whether you are going to be a sun, whether you are going to be a moon, whether you are going to be a star. So when undermine the importance of light. They undermine their dominance on this earth. Hear me. 
Why is it when Joshua was fighting with the Amalekites, you know the scripture, that he prayed? Huh? We don't know whether it was the, the, the earth that stopped rotating. I don't know what happened, but the sun did not go down. Huh? So victories are for those who can command, who have a good understanding, who have a good connection with light. He had an understanding that my victory is, de- is determined by my correlation with the sun. If I can correlate well with the truth, if I can correlate well with my ideas, if I can correlate well with my understanding, I can deal with my Amalekites. Oh, Jesus. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. Stars are lights, but they are different levels of light. A moon is light, but a different level of different level of light. Governs in a different time. Mm-hmm, mm, 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 mm. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. And He made the stars also. We'll come back to these scriptures uh, in the following week as we will continue this series. But now I want us to pray. I want us to ask God. I want you to just pray that Holy Spirit lead me to walk in divine light. Whatever it is, that my Lord has for me. Reveal it to me that I may walk in it. That I may do what I'm supposed to do in this season. 